and welcome to Freshly Baked Nightmares. I'm one of your hosts, Cece. And I'm MC, and we're here to retell nightmare stories of working with the public. How's it going, MC? It's our first episode. Are you excited? I am excited. I have been waiting for this moment for a while now. Yes, I feel like we have a lot of listeners that have been waiting and preparing for this as much as we've been preparing for for it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I guess we should get started on um, what came to be. Uh, so me and MC actually work together, right? Um, and we've been in some situations uh, that we kind of just came up with this idea, idea for telling the stories of you know us dealing with horrible customers and yes. how we handled it versus how we wish we could get away with handling it. That too, um, and also just I don't think customers really remember that we are just people. <laughs> Or, you know, that we can we have thoughts and feelings and we could tend to hold a grudge and remember the bad customers. Yeah, so uh, we kind of came up with this idea after um, a couple months of me working uh, at the same place as MC. And we were just like, man, we really, really need, need to, to talk about this. <laughs> Other people need to understand what we're going through. And hopefully with us talking about our stories and, you know... People hearing how some customers behave that they can remember, hey, not only do we work in customer service, but we're also customers and pick up on the advice that we can give out on how to treat customer service workers. I completely agree with that. Like we always say here at Freshly Bake Nightmares, everyone has has had a bad cookie. Or has smelled spoiled milk. Yes. So we are... You never forget that feeling, and you never never forget that person. So uh, we're going to get started on some of our stories. Uh, We just want to let you know at the beginning, uh, my pronouns to CC are uh, her, she. Uh, So that's why I'll be speaking again. And my pronouns can be he, him, or she, her. So if you just hear those interchangeably, don't be confused. Um, Hopefully you can differentiate through our voices uh, eventually. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think we sound pretty different, so (laughs) I hope you understand who to. Hope it doesn't make it too difficult. Let's get started. Uh, I have a story. I guess I'll start off today. All Um, right. (laughs) Just, I think customers forget how shorthanded we are. Right, some short staff, short-handed, and we're not like the only place that suffers from that. No, and I know it's like everywhere. So, well, at least at our store, we work in retail. Um, we work at a fabric store, um, and for us, sometimes it's only like three people in the building. Three, and in, in worst-case scenarios, we've been down to where it's just two people, the manager and one employee, and they're just bouncing back yeah. and forth from either station trying to get stuff done. And it's crazy. And so um, I am actually um, the cashier, so I get the brunt of people after they've been shopping all over the store. And I kind of am the jack-of-all-trades there. I can do it all. I do registers, the cutting counter. I pretty much am seen by a lot of people, yeah. help a lot of people. And when I'm at Cutting Counter and I yeah. work with Cece and I know there's going to be a problematic customer her way, I will inform her in advance. Yes, which I really appreciate uh, working with coworkers that warn you over the headset of, hey, you're about to get a trouble person. Um, but what really bugs me is uh, going into my first story of um, being cashier. And, you know, we'll get a long oh, line. Yeah. Um, especially it'll start in the back, especially if the amount of code reds we hear on a daily basis. And so sometimes, um, there's nothing I can do. I just have a long line 
And I always tell like everyone that comes up, I'm so sorry for the long wait. Let's get right. here as quickly as I possible. I appreciate your patience, you exactly. know. Exactly. Um, and I guess some people just don't understand <laughs> it. Because on multiple occasions I've had or I'll have a long line and someone in the line will be like, um, excuse me, uh, I think you need to call someone for help. But they don't realize maybe we can't. Exactly. And so I'll look at them and go, uh, yeah, um, I've already called for help. Uh, I hope they come soon. <laughs> um, but, you know, just thank you for your patience. patience. I'll get to you as quickly yeah. as possible. Um, and, you know, I had this one woman who did it to me like three times. Oh, and you got to love the those. Lo- oh, God. I had the longest line. The line was, it was, it was so long. Um, was this the Black Friday line where people kept getting like four or it five? Was like after Black Friday. And oh, that's we the worst. still had like our um, sales, our going, sales on. going on, but we had like nobody in the store. There's like three of us and the manager was already helping somebody at the cutting Oh, yeah. And cut counter person is busy either helping another customer look for something because they can't find it yeah. or is busy cleaning up the cut counter. So we have room back there. Yeah. So I am just at the front. I have a good like not even joking. Twenty five to thirty people in line. And I'm just trying to scan and go, scan and go. Scan and we and go. hear you calling code and red like, over Help. the headset. And we're responding back with, we will in a minute. Please we're busy Help. back here. <laughs> um, and this one woman, she just went out she's like, three times. She goes, ma'am, you really should call someone. And I'm like, ma'am, I've already called. They are busy. You're just going to have to wait. Uh, and she was just not. <laughs> she just, but finally, like I, um, I remember we finally got a break, and the manager ran up and was able to help after like twenty minutes, though. Um, and the line just kept getting bigger. Right. Um, it was. I was like, oh, please, because the wave of people we cleared out started. Yes, because every it's always like that. I'll have nobody, and then you guys have this long line in the back, and I just know. And we I'm just about pass to it get, off to you. Know, everybody <laughs> come up front, and I don't know what to do. So yeah, I would just say. Um, I would love to just been like, ma'am, I already did what I did. <laughs> but I didn't. I kept my composure. Um, but I think just customers, I really need you to remember, like, the world's kind of short right now, short-staffed. We got a lot going on. Hard. I am doing my best. I promise there is no one in the back just hiding I'm back away. there, not doing anything. There's no one on break. Right. We don't have a bunch of people in the back and just sitting around. Just because it's not busy up around the register where customers mm-hmm. can see doesn't mean the back half of the store that they can't see is not exactly. packed with people. So just, just remember, we're just we're trying. <laughs> Patience is a virtue. We're we'll trying. get to you as fast as we can. Exactly. All right, MC, you got anything? How, how's it been going in your realm of things? I mean, it's, work has been work. Uh, <laughs> it's been really working my patience. Ooh, yes. <laughs> um, I, I remember back when I was in food service. Ooh, that's rough. I mean, retail in general is just a nightmare, but food service is a different level. Yes. And I'm... I used to have this practice with my old coworkers that I've brought over to this job where I nickname troublesome customers. Oh. I'll learn the names of my good, positive, regular customers who I know yeah. are going to be nice. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be mean and be a regular, you are getting a nickname. And I will use that nickname oh, to yeah. refer to you 
to warn everyone when you're around. Oh, I love a good, I love a good, like, bad customer. <laughs> we had this one customer. She, she, in general, wasn't a bad person, but she would order the most complicated food order you could oh. imagine. Oh, no. And we're like, okay, we quote her her time on how long it would take to make the order. Mm-hmm. She was polite about that. Food has to cook. Yeah. Gotta let it cook. She was very polite in the terms of everything, but her order was just a nightmare to make. Mm. So when she would leave, we would use the code phrase, oh, hello, dearie, it's Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> because she looked and sounded just like Robin Williams as Mrs. Doubtfire. No. So anytime we heard the, oh, hello, dearie, leave somebody's <laughs> mouth after she walked out the door, we knew it was the complicated order and we would take all hands on deck to make it and right now in my current job i have some customers where i'm like oh hey that one who likes to shoplift hey french poodles in the store oh my god and everybody knows exactly who french poodle is and they always know to keep an eye out to see what she's stealing and or board swapping yes because she is good at doing both true I agree with that. I, I yeah, I know I know who Poodle is. Um I haven't seen her in a while. Uh she was just in the other day. I was working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's showing up when you're not around anymore. I'm so happy. Oh, that's so funny. Uh yeah. No, speaking of oh my gosh. So for our store, we have a friendly dog policy. Oh yeah. And um we have a lot of people that take advantage of that policy. <laughs> And I remember this one woman, um, she came in and biggest fur coat I've ever seen. She looked like she just walked off of Beverly Hills. Or she just skinned Cruella Deville. Something like that. But she looked like her style was so interesting. That's what caught my eye. Her style was so like Hollywood, Beverly Hills, Los Angeles. Like it was really warm outside, but she had this, and this huge fur coat. fur coat on. And it was like, why? And I'm I'm a cold person. Like I I get cold. And I run like a furnace. I see somebody in a t-shirt, and I'm like, dude, isn't that too hot for you? Where's your tank? <laughs> yeah, top? but I'm just looking at her like, woman. Like, do you know you're in the, <laughs> you're in the Midwest area? Like, spoiler. Like, come Are on. you hiding ice packs under there? Like, what's going what on? Wrong. So anyway, so she's walking around the store, and I'm hearing this weird noise like coming every time from her direction and this is like weird squeak i didn't know what was going on and i just kept like looking over there i thought something was wrong maybe it was a shoe squeaking or something like that she had these really interesting heels on so maybe it was that she's walking and then i see her and she's pushing this buggy but it's not like our buggy it's like uh kind of like a baby buggy oh yeah almost like a baby stroller buggy yeah and but she and i thought she was holding a purse come to find out her purse is a dog and it's a real dog. Like, it's right. not like, it, obviously the dog is alive. I don't want to <laughs> come up with like the purse was a dog. Taxidermy <laughs> <laughs> dog no. in a purse. It's it a, a real, real dog, dog in a purse. How she was holding it looked like a purse. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay, she has a dog. And it's just one. Now, was it a handbag purse or a clutch No. Purse? No, she was holding the dog like a right. purse. And so uh, I was like, oh, that's a cute little dog. It's like a it was like a Yorkie or a, a, I can't remember what it like was. It was so cute though. Um, and she's walking around and she finally comes up to the cash register. And then I look in the basket she has. She has two more puppies in there <laughs> of the same dog. dog. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, this is interesting. And then she has um, this guy with her and he comes and he's holding a puppy. 
And I'm like, what is going <laughs> I mean, on right now? Really pet, friendly, really, uh, pet friendly. And we really can't say anything about no. it. And it's like, if she just has like these puppies like kind of running around in the basket. She has like um, products in the in the basket and she's they're running all over it and then they're she's handing it to me and it was just it was so weird um but it was just so interesting i was like why do you have four puppies in this basket and why are you shopping in the store with these four puppies and i just i it was the strange the strange things you see i mean um working with retail. a pet friendly you see all kinds of pets yeah, I you just weren't there the day we had somebody bring in a pet snake <gasps> to find material no. for its cage. Oh, tell, tell you gotta tell me the story now. I, I so know the story. <laughs> this person brought in their albino boa constrictor, oh and they're like, "We're trying to find a liner we can put under their cage gosh. because the heating element in the cage went out, so they needed to make it warm." And they were gonna put fabric underneath the sand wood lining to kind of keep it warmer Mm -hmm. and they're like what's the warmest material we have i'm like well texture wise fleece would be the warmest and the softest for a snake but if you're wanting to go not really in the terms of texture but in the terms of just heat our wool felt Mm -hmm. well they ended up going with fleece that had bugs all over it oh my god i'm like that is just torture to your snake Oh, like like a pattern of bugs on it. Yeah, it oh, had a I, for a moment I thought we had fabric with a bunch of bugs. In it. No, we have fleece that has prints of bugs and skeleton bugs on oh, it. Okay, okay, and okay. they bought that to put in the bottom of their cage. So Aww. if the snake slithers through that stuff and sees the print of the bug sticking yeah. out, it's gonna try to eat it. Aww. And I wanted to talk them out of it, but they were dead set on the fabric. And I was told if they really want it, don't talk them out of it. Right. Which I think is a bad policy if you know it's going to be harmful. Oh, yeah. To the poor snake. But that's crazy. That, so they brought him in? Yeah. Because they needed, they, instead of measuring the cage, they brought the whole thing with them. Oh, no. We're not measuring the snake. And then I, no. No. Mm. They're like, we just need enough material to make this cage, you know. And I'm I'm not against snakes. I, I, I've held snakes. I like snakes. But I, no. No, you're not going to put the snake on the table for me to measure. Oh, no, we didn't even measure the snake or the cage. Oh, okay. They're just like, okay, we didn't measure the actual cage, but we brought it with just so we could get a good estimate. Yeah. They bought a yard, which is a little more than what the cage called for, but they could layer it up, make it warmer. Gotcha. Okay. The minute I got done with them, it was 10 for me o'clock out. So I went to the parking lot, and there in the parking lot, the guy has the snake wrapped around him. The girl has all the like lining material pulled out of the cage and in bags so they could put it back in after oh. they put the fabric in it. And they're putting the fabric directly into the oh. cage in the parking lot. I, I, I would have been so glad to be going home too. <laughs> I would have been like, this is, this I, is it. <laughs> I was like, of all the things I've seen happen in this parking lot, this is not the strangest. Oh, you're, you're not wrong. So honestly, any stores that say we have a welcome pet policy, be prepared to see some pretty random, strange animals come into your line of work. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I completely agree with that. Completely. Uh, yeah, customers, just be mindful uh, <laughs> that other people in the store might not like your pet, even though we're a friendly policy. And be careful. 
careful maybe the pet you're bringing in. <laughs> <laughs> or be mindful that you make your pets go to the bathroom before you bring oh, them into yes. our store. Yes, please. We, uh, not just us, but any store that's pet friendly would gladly appreciate it if your pet didn't have an accident in our True. stores around our products True. that we have to clean up. I completely agree with that. Speaking of messes, um, <laughs> not pet messes, obviously, just messes that in customers make in the store. Um, I We have this one customer. Um, I wouldn't say they're really a customer. Uh, we really have this kind of like homeless guy that comes in. Um, let's call him Homeless Ape. Um, I <laughs> haven't had any encounters, thankfully. Oh, I've had encounters. <laughs> Not <Ape>. none would. <laughs> and he always brings a friend. I don't know how um, he always has a friend with him. But the one time he had a friend, um, the friend had this huge comforter blanket. And they're coming in the store and the guy is um, dragging the blanket behind him, right? And it's dragging on the floor. Right. So he's bringing all of this stuff from outside inside our store. The only kind of good thing, I guess, is because we have a carpet at the very front right. of the store. So when he brings it, he just kind of makes a mess all over the carpet. And as a cashier, I have to vacuum that carpet. Right. And I was not excited. I was so kind of mad because I was like, this carpet was pretty clean before this happened. But they come in and they're walking around the store. And um, the creepiest thing about this is I never saw a blanket guy leave. But he was no longer in the store. But I never saw him leave. He might have left when you were busy at the cut count or not cut counter register. I didn't have that many customers that day though, so I don't know how he and I. You you wouldn't miss a big blanket right. facing the door. Um, but I never saw this dude leave. But he left. It was so weird. I half creeped myself out, but <laughs> it's fine. I mean. Um, no different than us getting the flashers. Well, uh, we're not even going to go into that story today. But um, <laughs> we, so the um, homeless Abe was walking around and he talks to himself. Um, I'm sure he has some type of mental issue. Um, he's always pretty nice though. But when he comes in the store, he always takes off the stuff off the shelf and starts opening things. And then like just leaves it. I mean kids do the same thing i know and it's so like it's like like the amount of putty we keep finding oh. the kids open and then it's glued to other stuff yes you or people using the markers that we have like the paint markers and getting paint right. all over the floor or taking our sharpie markers to, and testing to see the color instead of using the pad we set out they just write on our shelves yes or or people like like want to look at the beads or the sequence and they pull it and they like um it's gets all, all over the floor. And then it's just everywhere. And then nobody tells anyone. you. Nobody tells you that they just made a mess. They make a mess and go, oops, and then walk away. Or I can't even tell you how many times at the cut counter we'll be walking past aisles, putting away fabric, and we'll just see like an entire row of fabric just laying on the floor because somebody pulled it down looking for something. And I just can't. I do not understand. <laughs> like, you know. I get it. Our shelves may be packed. If and if you're in the section where we drape the fabric, yeah, trying to find the exact one you're looking for might be a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. But ask for assistance, or just ask. Like as soon as something happens, tell, tell somebody. somebody. It is not that hard. We will. We're going to be more frustrated that no one said anything, right? Rather than it just like being a mess. Like yeah, I'm like obviously I don't want to clean up a mess, but it's kind of my job. Yeah. But 
just tell us. So like customers, like I need you to remember, just tell, tell us. somebody. <laughs> tell somebody. I mean, we get people coming up to the register or to the counter saying, "Hey, you need." you know supplies in the bathroom more often than we get people telling us oh hey you know i spilled over glitter or spilled over paint yes yes like which one do you think we're gonna be more mad about yeah because and i know in our uh by the cashier i saw the other day that there's just there's some paint on the floor that's been dried up and i was like are you talking about those gray splodges over by like the paper crafting and now all that well not even that in our aisle yeah that's not paint what is it um it's glue oh is it glue it's a glue oh that's even worse (laughs) yeah he's been (laughs) trying to clean that up bad yeah um that or you know we get like people will spill the paint Mm. and they won't even say anything and they'll spill it in like the most oddest of places and then you're like what is this why is it paint and it's just like okay, I'd rather you tell me that than, hey, we're low on, you know, soap in the bathroom because, one, I'm going to be more mad about because it's like, okay, you didn't say anything, now it's extra cleaning I have to do. And the other one's Mm -hmm. like, okay, that could wait a minute, you know? True. Yeah, Yeah, soap, I'd rather be worried about glue. (laughs) Yeah, glue, paint, glitter versus toilet paper and hand soap. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, it's, all those things that we've talked about today, it's crazy. Um, but we here want to always end on a good note. There's always a good cookie in the house. Oh, yeah. Right? And so, MC, what's your good cookie story of the day? Well, we do get... My good story is we do get a couple customers that will, you know, tell us of incidents or offer like say they spill the paint or they drop a jar and it breaks they're Mm -hmm. still willing to pay for it and even if you tell them they don't have to they still insist on being charged for it it's rare and few and far between but i have had those instances yeah no we do have those good cookies that come in and they really try to help us out they really try to make sure that we're taking care of like yeah they remember that old policy you break it you buy it Yes. Which is a policy that's been dissolved pretty much out of human existence. So when someone goes, oh, you know, I broke this vase or I broke this jar. Mm-hmm. I want to pay for it. It's like, yeah, that practice still exists. I'm grateful that you're willing to be that nice. True, true, true. I, those customers always like make me smile in the sense of like, it's just so nice to actually have somebody that's just willing to you know just go that little extra mile to make sure our day isn't unbearable exactly and that's and that's what we really come from like we don't mind yeah retail sometimes is a pain um but we don't mind it when we have yeah when we have the nice customers that are like hey i remember you did that oh your coupon's not quite working you were nice to us we'll be nice to you kind of deal yeah exactly that's and that's all we really look forward to. That's all we really want in life. Well, MC, I think that's been a good, pretty first episode of our podcast. Yeah, I think we did fairly well. And I can't wait to hear what our followers and fans are going to say. I am pretty excited. I've heard through the grapevine. People are kind of excited about this. 
All right. Well, that's the end of this baking session. Follow us on our Twitter page at FBN2022 and Instagram at FBNightmares2022 to participate in polls on what stories you want to hear next. And use our email, freshlybakednightmares at gmail.com to send in your own stories. You might even be in our next episode. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And don't forget to bake up those likes, comments, and subscribe. And as always, that's how the cookie crumbles. And don't cry over spilt milk. See you later, guys. Bye.